of all things. We thank you for this moment in time that we are once again together gathered so we can worship Lord now sit me down and you stand up. Let your loving kindness shine through. Now may the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be pleasing to self in your sight. Oh Lord, your our strength and our redeemer. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, when you see me come. Churches, overseer Jason Rose, to the man of God of this house, Bishop Antonio Bitten, seat of Light International Ministries, too. Apostle Derek, she did a fantastic job. But God, but God, to the choir, incredible God deserves incredible praise. And God's got a blessing with your name on it. To the family members and friends, happy am I to be here to share with you what the Lord has shared with me. To my beautiful wife, Patricia. Amen. To my family. Amen. It's about to be 21 years. Amen. Son can be staying with her for 21 days. And she put up with me for 21 years. She was like, Lord, after 21 hours, she was like, Lord, is it? Are you sure? You're like, yeah. <laughs> Amen. To all of you who are here, here in this in this space and place, may God bless you. A few weeks ago, Reverend Rose, he, he called a few weeks ago, and after a lengthy discussion of, say, theology, religion, and politics and family. After that discussion, he slid in. Oh, by the way, we'd like you to go on and speak real quick. <laughs> Not just come, we want you to speak. And I'm humble. Overseer Rose and, and Apostle and Bishop, you guys know a lot of preachers from a lot of places. And you call little old me from the backside of the wilderness of Wasatchee to come and share with you. May God, <laughs> that's what my mama would say, Wasatchee. <laughs> May God bless you and your family. If you will, get your Bibles or a copy of your Bibles and turn with me to Acts chapter 16. Or your Bible apps or your or a copy of the Word of God. Acts chapter 16, verse 24 through 26. If you have it, let's all stand for the reading of the word. I'll be reading from the NIV version. Acts chapter 16, verses 24 through 26. NIV version. Those who have it, say amen. Amen. Those who don't say wait for me. All right, we all, we all there. 
It says, when he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight. Somebody say midnight. Midnight. Yes, yes. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all of the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. You may be seated. Amen. At once the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The thought for this text was inspired by a new song uh, by Ty Trippett. Uh, it's, the new song is entitled Only One Night, though. Okay. We've been married to do it for a night, but only one night, though. Oh, yeah. Come on. yeah, yeah. So the thought for this text is chained, but only one night, though. Come on. Amen. 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 Turn to your neighbor and say, chained, chained, but only one night, though. Only one night. All right, here we go. Have you ever. I got a question. Have you ever been in a situation or a place or space you did not you didn't understand why you're here? Mm-hmm. You don't know why you're in this situation. Yeah. You know, of course, some people, you know, we do the crime, we do the time. But after reading the word of God and, and fasting and praying, you still find yourself in that place. Uh-huh. And in our text, in our text, it's dark. In the streets of Philippi. Uh-huh. It's nighttime, and, and you can hear the faint barks of dogs out in the distance. It's evening time, and the moon is out, and you can feel the evening breeze on your skin. It's nighttime, and the people have long since closed their shops for the day. It's evening time, and the, the, the evening traffic is long dissipated. We're not talking about 20. The evening traffic has long dissipated. It's, the sun has set hours ago, oh, but it's about to be a long night yeah. for Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas were um, held captive in the Philippian city jail. They was making their way. As they make their way through the corridors, all they can see is walls of stone and iron all around them. They was in jail. Their faces were bruised up and their backs were beaten and bloody and they were sweating and they had their eyes were darkened. And after beating with them with many stripes, the soldier pushed them further down into the dark prison. Now you feel the humidity in the atmosphere. Now it goes from a cool breeze to a hot, thick, humid jail. Yeah, you can feel the anxiety in the air. You can feel the uncertainty in the air. As they go further down, you smell the prison. And the soldier pushes them some more. Now you can hear the clinking and clanking of the chains. And as they go further down, you hear the noise of the, of the prison. You hear the noise of the um the inmates and some are crying saying I didn't I, I didn't do it some are cussing at Paul and others are laughing at Silas some are trying to grab at them they're in jail and the guard stops at the door and tells the other guard to guard them 
Why are, what is their charges? What is the thing that, uh, why are they here? What is their indictment, sir? Well, uh, I'm going to tell you, it's not because they were stealing. It's not because they murdered somebody. Come on. It's not because they went against the political status quo or against the a political majority out in legislature or they got caught up in Freak Week 94. Uh, no, <laughs> they are in jail for another reason. Yeah. Watch it, <laughs> They was in jail for another reason because they was out there helping somebody. Did you hear what I said? They went to jail because they was ministering to somebody. See, earlier that day, uh, they encountered a certain woman. Uh-huh. People, and they went out to pray. People of God, it's always good to pray because you don't know what or who you're about to encounter. So she, they encountered a woman. Uh, in Acts chapter 16, a woman that was possessed with the spirit of divination. In other words, she could read palms. Uh, she would be what we call a modern day psychic. Uh, she knew about the chakra sages and candles and everything else and crystals and even tell you about the ancestors. She was gifted with a spirit of divination, but she was gifted but used. Oh my goodness, did you hear what I said? She was gifted but used. Yeah, yeah, she was talented but being used. Fearless but used. Brilliant and battered. Excellent but exploited. I have a question. Is there one or two people in here that'll be honest in church? At one time or another, we've been used. Oh, we got a praying church in here. At one time or another, We've been used or mistreated or misguided or mishandled. We were gifted for being used. Gifted but used at home. Gifted but abused by your family. Y'all not praying for Gifted. I thought we was in church. Gifted at school, but they bullied you there. Gifted on your job. You're making them money. They don't want to promote you, but they promote you with more words. Have you ever been used? Uh-huh. Then she encounters Paul and Silas. Uh, she just she didn't just admit them say hey praise the Lord amen and keep it going. She the text says she followed them for days. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. She she follows them. Man, matter of fact, she knew who they were. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. She called them, it may be sarcastic, it may be real. She called them the holy ones of God. Uh, in other words, she was calling them out. In other words, she was advertising for them. She was giving all the likes on the algorithm. Uh, she was broadcasting for them. Uh-huh. And how many people know before you get to your next level, uh, before you get to your next destination, they already know who you are. They already know your story. I already know your testimony. The Bible tells me we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our. You better help me preach this message on this Sunday evening. And Paul got tired of it, didn't he? The Bible said, the Bible read the priest said he was grieved. Uh, but, he, but, but this was his response. He said, at the name of Jesus, come out of her. Oh my goodness. He just said, get somebody else to do it. He said, at the name of Jesus, come out of her. Oh, but see, we got to pay attention to the text. I think we're in, in, in church, right? Um, we got to pay attention to the text. The text, uh, uh, 
offered a few more things that she didn't ask for. She didn't ask for some things, but she got it. Yeah. Oh, somebody caught it. She didn't ask for deliverance, yeah. but she got it. She didn't ask for change, but she got it. Didn't ask for a new wife, but she got it. She didn't ask for a breakthrough, but she got it. Paul said the name of Jesus. Yeah. Is there one person here that'll be honest in church? I'll be real. Jesus wasn't on my mind. God wasn't in my periphery. The Holy Ghost wasn't in my plan. But somebody prayed for me. Somebody interceded for me. Went down and have a little talk with Jesus. He said they got tired of it. Got sick of me. Said Jesus, in the name of Jesus, get out of him. Get out of her. Somebody praying for me. Had me on their mind. So they took out the time praying for me. Oh my goodness. I want people to know that the name of Jesus' heart changed. Minds change. Bones are loose. Demons tremble. Devils behave. Lives are restored. Souls are saved. Jesus said, I'll be lifted up. I'll draw. All men unto me. But Paul, he, he tripped and he adds more to it. He said, At the name of Jesus, every knee has got the vow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus. Christ is Lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She got free. She got loose. But uh, her pimps, I mean, uh, her squad is good. You know, we kind of sanitize the Bible, you know. Trying to get all pretty. Um, but her handlers didn't like it. You know, they was these these new preachers are bad for business. You know. Oh my god, I thank you. They 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 bad for business. So we need to go and uh send them to jail. So because they are messing with their residual income. That's it. You know, I'm an economic teacher, I have to use the big word residual, you know. And look at verse twenty four. Look at verse twenty four. Verse twenty four says, When they receive these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fasten their feet. Yeah. In the stocks. Okay. Um, I realize I'm at the district fellowship, and you know I have to do my homework, and so uh, I realize I'm among the apostles and bishops and prelates and potentates and everything. So I gotta, <clears throat> I gotta, gotta do my, gotta do my homework. So, uh, you know, here's my first point. My first point is this: uh-huh. the chained in the dungeon. Uh-huh. That's my first point. Chained Boy, you get in the dungeon. Here we go. Here we go. Somebody say chain. Chain. Yeah, chain, chain. People of God, as we all investigate the text, uh-huh. um, they notice where they put them. See, there's some things about location. Uh-huh. 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 Bishop Rudolph McKinley said there's a little theology in geography. Uh-huh. And they put them where? In the innermost part of the prison. Uh-huh. And that is at the foundation of it all. Uh-huh. He didn't put them out yonder to rot. He put them at the center of everything. Yeah. Paul and Silas was chained in the dungeon. Now the dungeon, um, it can be symbolic of things. We know the physical dungeon, yes, four by four, locked out, won't let me out, that kind of thing. But the dungeon can be symbolized or symbolic of a despair. Right. 
He had a dungeon of sadness. How uh, the dungeon could be of depression. Oh, that's not you. Okay. Uh, the dungeon of neglect. Okay. That's not you. Okay. Um, uh, the dungeon of rejection. Uh, after all these years, she said, I don't love you anymore. Uh, they put you in this dungeon. Now, the dungeon called them grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dungeon of sadness. And, and they throw you in this place. They confine you in this place. Lost in the dark. But the Bible tells me when he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet. Uh-huh. Well, I'm trying to, I, I might go there in a minute. But need I remind you, need I remind you, uh, these, these chains did not belong to Paul and Silas. Somebody called it. Um, Paul and Silas didn't come to Philippi fully equipped with their own chain. That's right. No, no, no. They didn't go to the Philippian city just saying, um, um, here you go, sir. Uh, here's our chains. We, we did wrong. We need to learn. No, no, no. These chains belong to the Roman government. Uh, these chains belong to someone else. So somebody else put their chains on them. So I have a question. Have anybody ever put their chains? Have anybody ever put their chains on you? Labeled you wrong. Judge you without getting to know you. Have they ever put their chains on you? Marked you and labeled you. Labeled you lazy, but you just tired. Labeled you um uh, arrogant, but you just guarded. Have you ever been labeled? Uh, they put their issues on you, uh, put their burdens on you. After a quick text, press those, their problem is now yours. Have you ever uh, been labeled? Uh, they label you as um broke. Uh, they look at your uh, your background, uh, look at your zip code, and they chain you. Uh, guilty by association. Uh, you still pain, uh, so they chain you. Uh, you you raised by you raised by your grandparents. Uh, they label you uh, guilty, uh, chained and connected to rumors. Uh, but you every now and then uh, you find yourself chained in the dungeon. What about those generational chains? They chain you long before you get here. And when you get here, they say you look and sound just like your daddy. And you act just like your mama. And, and somebody in here right now came fully equipped with their own chains. Came with their own burdens. Came with their own situation. Now they change you by saying you're good, but not good enough. You're pretty, but not pretty enough. You're smart, but not smart enough. That's every now and then somebody will put their chains on you. Come on, man. But I'll be wrong. You know, you know, when you study the text, you look at you say, how dare the, the soldiers do the preachers like that? How dare the enemy chain these pastors like that? Don't they know they're doing the work of God? But then the mirror of the word turned this reflection on me. Every now and then, we as a body of Christ will put our chains 
other people. Y'all better help me here. I see, that's okay. I brought my own pocket full of emails and I'm good. And so every now and then we will look at them and we will label them. They got tattoos, so we chain them. They got piercings, so we chain them. Oh, you don't shout like us, so we chain them. With our same selves, with our sanctified selves, we will chain them, lock them up. But the Bible tells me all have sins that come short of the glory of God. But the good news is, even though you're chained in a dungeon, even though you're locked up in despair, the good news is God is still there. At your midnight, God is still there. I waited patiently for the Lord. He hearkened unto me and he heard my cry. Come here, Pinkin. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. I gotta go to my roots and pity my every ground. As long as I live and trouble rise, I hasten to his throne. God is still in the chain in the dungeon. Emmanuel, that means God is with us. The great I am is in the dungeon with you. And the Alpha and Omega is in the dungeon with you. The heart fixer, the mind regulator, the way maker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the thing. They may labor you, but because of Jesus, you can flip the script and change the game. Them chains, he did it wrong. He changed their feet and not their hands. So my hands, yeah, are not loose. They made a mistake by not muzzling my mouth. So I open up my mouth and give God praise. I may be changed. But I can live to set free. I'm making hands and not to tell. Above and not beneath. A leader and not a not a ball. I know who I am. God wrote it in His plan for me. Oh my name is victory. But you know we just talking. We're just having a family conversation, right? We just, you know, we just have a little, little talk, you know. We should be all excited like this. We're supposed to be dignified at the fellowship, you know. But look at the text, look at the text, look at the text. About midnight, Paul and Silas, here's verse 25, here it comes. Verse 25, they were, they were praying and praising. Oh my goodness, people got my first point, but they was chained in the dungeon, right? My second point, they was convinced in the dungeon. Yes, sir. Somebody say convinced. Convinced. Yes, yes, convinced in the dungeon. Yes. And so, uh, how would they convince? They prayed and they what? Prayed. Yeah. See. <laughs> All right. Now, every, now people of God, um, every now and then, uh, Lady Cameron she would have the remote, and you know, she would have full <laughs> autonomy of this remote. Yeah. You know, I try to get it, but you know, she's so fast with it. She, she changes it to Netflix or. Documentaries and crime TV. You know, and after being well thoroughly immersed in this, um, in in murder, death, kill TV. That's what I call it, murder, death, kill TV. That's it, bro. So, 
every now and then, you know, uh, you know, I've been watching it long enough, 21 years worth of this stuff. So I can, you know, kind of, you know, I think I should be a detective. So, you know, uh, I noticed something. When I studied the text, I noticed a few things. If you investigate the text further, the jailer, he needed to be fired or sent to the cafeteria. He put them to. Oh my goodness. He made the mistake by putting Paul and Silas. He didn't separate them, he put them. He didn't put them on 23 hour lockdown or isolation. He put them together. As a teacher, as a veteran teacher, if I know two of them going to act a fool, I'm going to. But the, but the uh, God put them together. People of God, they was convinced in the dungeon. Why? Because they was together. Yes, and convinced means influenced, persuaded, led. But somebody's probably asking, you know, preacher, um, how do you know they was convinced? The text said they was convinced, but you tell me they convinced. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you asked. The Bible tells me, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying this book, I'm saying this. The Bible said they prayed. They was convinced, so they prayed. When we find ourselves in the midnight of life, we don't pray. Oh my goodness. When we find ourselves, okay, it's just me. Okay, all right then. I'll take it in. Uh, in, the, in the most part of the prison, we get angry, but we don't pray. We forget about the power of prayer. We forget to make our thoughts and wishes known. We forget to have a little talk with Jesus and tell him about our troubles. Paul was convinced, so they prayed. We complain, don't we, saints? But we don't pray. We get angry. But we don't pray. Get overwhelmed, but we don't pray. Paul was convinced, so they prayed. But people of God, I don't know what they prayed for. But I'm sure they prayed for a little grace. Pray for a little mercy. And pray for a little peace. And pray for forgiveness. And pray to forgive them that put them in that situation. Pray for perseverance and endurance. Paul was convinced in the dungeon so they prayed. I need one or two people in here that can testify about the power of prayer. You can be convinced so you prayed. Pray for your family. Pray for your friends, your loved ones, your church, and your neighborhood. They prayed and they was convinced. Believe it or not, they pray for the ones. We should pray for the ones that despitefully use us. Oh, we skipped that, that part, but how many people that can testify about the power of prayer? When you pray, you get power. Where my prayer warriors at? When you pray, it says, if you call on me, I'll answer. The Bible says, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened. They were convinced, and they prayed. I'm convinced that prayer works. Prayer changes hearts, changes minds, situations, changes
what AMB selection they had. The Bible didn't say uh, what their play playlist was. I believe, if I can use my spiritual imagination, that Apostle Paul had the tenor and Bishop Silas had the bass down. I believe if they had this song, come on back, it's a choice to keep. I have a God to glorify who gave his son my soul to save and filled for the sky. Come on, Dickens, guide me over. Ready to go. If they know it, peel and through this barren land, I am weak without a man. Hold me with my power. Come on, Cody. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier. What you say? I'm, I'm a soldier. Celebrate it. Yes. Yeah. 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 
that's what preacher Bible saying. For those who don't know Christ, come on, it's a different story for you. What if yes, they didn't worship him there? What if they didn't praise him there? By you hushing your mouth up, other folks still be in bondage. Check this out. Them chains, sin and death. Satan put them chains on you before you got here. My God. But all you gotta do is believe in Jesus. Come to me. My father, my dad was in the ministry would say, come to me. Not to this, this church. But come to Jesus. Jesus, yeah, it was Easter week ago. But his resurrected power and his blood renews day by day. Now here's Sister Joan back in the say he'll never ever, or Sister Jean, never ever, ever ever lose his power. It was shame for only one night though. It was chained in the dungeon. It was convinced in the dungeon. But in the third final point, they celebrated in the dungeon. May God bless you. May he keep you.